Hello. Hi. <laughs> wow, it's been a week. <laughs> An extra week. It was week. a weird A longer week. week. Yeah. You know I didn't like it. <laughs> I know. Oh my God, y'all. It was so funny. We didn't record the pod yesterday or last week, but on Friday, <laughs> she texted me and she was like, are you busy tonight? Like, what do you, can we record? Do you want to record <laughs> And I was like, what? And you're like, I'm supposed to be working and I just got home and I'm not working because of a like, thing and I I, I just need to work. And I was like, what? Relax. Yeah. Relax. Um, and then I saw you posting, on. singing on your Instagram story and I was like, yes, good. Have some, have some like fun time. Like. <laughs> it was a great but, week. Um, it was great. I got to spend some really incredible quality time which was it was amazing uh, I, mean, I don't want to like yeah. think about it too much because then I'll be sad that I'm not there but. oh my god no stop, so stop. okay okay we're good we won't, we won't talk about it but still so cute <laughs> love this little cancer moon moment for you right now <laughs> this is peak moon venus for you your little cancer moon cancer venus you're just like I can't talk about it or I'm gonna cry because <laughs> you're happy and that's so cute yeah. love that by the way Happy almost. Well, by the time this is released, it will be Taurus season. Yes. So happy Taurus season, everybody. Happy Taurus um, season. But today, as we record, let me look. I think it actually the might. Yes, the sun is in Taurus as we record this. So Ooh. we are chilling. We are ready to go. And uh, I, man, Taurus season. Birthday shout out, shout ready to Rachel Lindsay and Cassie Randolph. Two Taurus queens, both of which we will be discussing today. <laughs> um, Cassie only likes somewhat. Kit also, yeah, oh. Kit's a Taurus. Um, Maggie, Maggie from Math Season's a Taurus. Uh, yeah, man, I want to. Wow, oh, Maggie, I. Ooh. Yes, Maggie. yeah, she's a Taurus. Um, I think those are the only two. Taurus that I remember from Bat Season. There maybe was like a Nightwing Taurus, but I don't remember any other ones. Lots of other Virgos and Cats, but um, yeah, that's all I remember. I don't think of any other Taurus Taurus people that I can off the top of my head remember. Oh, um, Brian, uh, no, Brian is he's an Aquarius. He's with the Taurus. Whatever. Anyway, Rachel, Kit, Cassie, <laughs> Maggie, happy on his birthday. <laughs> the <laughs> the, 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 the to us. Yeah. But um, but hey, um, they are totally you're all listening, and we love you all. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, today anyway. we're gonna talk all about the Bachelorette's chart. Then not the Bachelorette as in Katie or Michelle, but the Bachelorette as in the show. Just like we did the episode on the Bachelor's chart, we're now gonna do it. Oh, the Bachelor the Red, because yes. they are different. We're all in the same franchise umbrella, which is why, like, we did talk about Rachel Lindsay uh, last, but, like, I'm going to talk about it a little more, but we talked about it last episode, too, in the Bachelor's uh, episode, but there are more events that of that are Bachelorette-specific um, <laughs> that I think kind of apply. It was actually interesting to see how this, the big events in The Bachelor would show up in the bachelor's transit chart and how it would like hit these specific themes almost every single chart and when i was pulling up all the dates for the bachelorette it was like the same exact thing like everything was hitting all these specific points very uh very interesting but 
before we do that, we have to talk about the news from last week. That basically dropped, yes. like, the day after we would have, like, we would have almost been recording or something. But um, <laughs> but it's okay, because we've got to take a break, which is fine. It's off-season. We're all taking a break anyway. We can all take a break to process the fact that Colton Underwood is gay. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I know. I know. I... So, all right, everybody, Colton Underwood is gay. You all know. If you're listening to this, you definitely know. We posted about it. But uh, a lot of complex feelings on this one. A lot of complex feelings. I feel like I was really surprised that, like, or not surprised. I Well, first, yeah, I was surprised about the Colton thing. But I was thinking about how I had had similarly strange, complex feelings, nuanced feelings that I had that we went the same time we discussed Taylor Nolan because that also was so weirdly nuanced and I never felt like I was ever going to have to have that kind of conversation. But now here we are again (laughs) where (laughs) it is also an extremely nuanced coming out moment. Uh, Yeah. That was a lot. Did you watch the, uh, the full interview on good morning America? I absolutely did not. I did. I did. I, did I wanted to see it in my eye holes. I I, uh, I figured that you clip, would, or I'd watch a clip, but I would. I couldn't. Yeah. Well, I the first clip, the first clip that they tweeted, like, so Good Morning America tweeted out, you know, the um, interview, which God, if only that would have happened before doing the Bachelor's chart, I would have pulled that. Oh, man, I could. That would have been a good thing. To man, discuss. okay, another another thought. Another that's another time. Maybe we'll do an episode about queer people in the Bachelor. And then eventually or something. Who knows? I would yeah. like future. I need more people to come out. Come on, guys. I know. I know that this is. This cannot be an anomaly. <laughs> cannot be just an anomaly. Um, but anyway, so nuanced feelings on Colton. Um, but the, yeah, the Good Morning America interview was interesting. So they yeah, tweeted the first like three minutes. So the first what this what Twitter all the big clips of him coming out were literally the first three minutes there was no lead in it was just like bah, like bah, 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 bah. yeah like I said uh first three minutes were just Colton being like I'm gay I uh, have come to terms with this during this last year uh like cope he kind of was like just like everybody you know uh covid has been a big big moment and he kind of was like I had a lot of time to reflect um but then he started talking about how there were times where he was feeling suicidal because he was like unable to talk about it and tell people and how he is out to his parents and they were accepting of him he was saying that he was super nervous and uh, freaked out to come out to anybody in his family because he basically I mean it was exactly, of course, like he played football. He was super into the church. So no matter what, he was going to be like, it was going to be very hard for him to come out uh, because of all of this shit that has happened to him in his life and the way and the structures in which he's lived under, uh, as we all have, right? We all lived under this crazy heteronormative bullshit. So that one, you know, again, some mm, nuance. Many of these things about Colton's coming out story, I'm like, yeah, totally. Get you. And then there's like, hmm, this is a lot. <laughs> um, so, but, uh, so, but he was saying that he essentially 
he oh also before i go on for this mm-hmm. um colton is an aquarius sun and a scorpio moon and after this whole situation i i looked up his full chart he's a he's got a capricorn stellium so tons of capricorn placements um and he has moon or his sun saturn sun almost exactly on top of the saturn it's like a mess so and but my i uh was discussing with emily who we will get to have on an episode sometime soon but my we were talking and i we i pretty much decided like colton is a taurus rising there is nothing (laughs) you can do anybody can do at this point to explain or to do anything say anything differently because when he came out the moon was in taurus and um i just think a moon on the ascendant moment is a big emotional sharing time to show myself emotionally share here we go but that being said if he's a taurus rising he would have sun saturn in the 10th house of public life and all that he would have moon in the seventh house which if you've uh been listening to the pod you know that uh moon people with moon in the seventh house are extremely common on this show because uh, natally it's like when you have the moon in the seventh your emotional being is going to be very tied up in your partners and your partnerships and how that works um and he then so the capricorn stellium would be in the ninth house and that being said the ninth house rules things like religion and uh like institutions so he would have the capricorn stellium in the ninth the ninth house being religion and institutions and all of these things that um essentially like he said the church like all those things he was stuck under um and then he had uh sun saturn in the 10th and the fact that he is doing this so he was his whole so first of all saturn return we he aquarius saturn return matt's in a saturn return too kind of crazy how like we can see how they are go both of them are going through some shit right now right but just different flavors because it's different for the chart everyone's charts but colton saturn return started at the beginning of covid and was uh pretty much so when the restraining order stuff against cassie came out was essentially mm-hmm. like his earliest touch of saturn return and then when it went retrograde that was went back into capricorn so this was summer uh summer 2020 into the fall uh he deleted his instagram and went ghost gone like after the stuff came out he was gone um and now aquarius saturn again and his saturn return has passed his exact saturn return and now he's coming out on tv and is like discussing this stuff that happened prior it's pretty fucking on the nose for astrology and the fact that did he actually just house like, he is- what happened prior though because i hear like yes, that was like did. part he, of not 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 a lot he didn't he didn't they didn't so the problem with i mean obviously it's good morning america it's but ABC, like so my so understanding go- my, just tell me if i'm correct or incorrect but like my understanding was that he basically said like and i did some really bad shit that i'm sorry for in like a yeah they didn't speak it was not they did not specifically address exactly like restraining order or whatever however he did address cassie directly so it wasn't just a like i'm broad to the world it was like i i know that i cassie and i like i owe her apology and like i never wanted to hurt her all these things so he does 
direct to Cassie, but they don't specifically. That's just, I really, I think Colton is a huge piece of shit. <laughs> a huge piece I of shit. I firmly believe he's a piece of shit. Nothing, I need everybody to know this. What Anything I'm talking about with Colton, I'm not going to defend him. I think he's an asshole. And whatever. I'm just, like, thinking about this. No, like, I just, what I, he did on, on Good Morning America. No, but that's what's hilarious is, like, so he said on Good Morning America, like, he wants to apologize. I Once again, I, I'm doing this through you. I My thing is. But he, like. I don't necessarily believe it's cold. She didn't. She didn't know. Yeah. So he, like. That she didn't know that this was happening. Was which, again, not great. Like. Right. Like, you're apologizing to her yeah. on TV. Like, hmm. That seems like a little I will also say like, I just I will also say okay I will also say the interview was extremely edited very very edited um so they could have maybe actually she may like Robin uh Robin Roberts or whatever she may have actually spoken about it who knows because there were the cuts between questions were so clear like the editing was specific to being fit into only a half hour segment on this fucking show, right? So I'm wondering like what will happen in the future with Colton and Cassie and if they will get to have any kind of discussion on their own privately, not him spouting mm-hmm. bullshit on in public. But back to his chart, Saturn yeah, in 10th sorry. house, he's having to learn all of this shit publicly. Like actively and unfortunately uh he's a white man and a white gay man and white gay men are just as much treated like fucking like white gay men and nowadays might as well be white straight men like they are treated almost the same and yeah everyone in the world outside is just not pleased with us discussing this for all the listeners that sound in the background is my beautiful teacup black bear who is alerting me that someone has approached the house yes thank you anyway anyway uh basically i'm convinced that i'm convinced colton is a taurus rising because of the way that his chart would be set up and how his own own life has ended up uh while also because the transits of the chart of the day would have been like dead on for that shit pluto was like exactly on his mercury or something which is very much like literal life changing talking about something like i'm I'm showing you something that's going to change everybody's this this shit um and yeah so but the interview yeah he talks about he yeah like i said he mentions they talk briefly about it but it's super brief and he he mentions he's like super i was like was in a super dark place i was doing horrible things and i knew that like that was not cool like he was yeah again vaguely owning up to it again not 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 patting him on the back or anything it's just like at least it wasn't a full i'm gay and there was no mention could you imagine that would i think that if um, if he had a pr person that would have let him get away with that that's exactly what would have happened i think that colton is no more than an opportunist. No, Colson is a prop. I, I don't even think that. I think that he's an opportunistic, opportunistic piece of shit who just so happened to be going through something. And like, I, I, I don't. I've said this, and I told you before we started recording. I send a fucking email to a shit ton of people that work at Netflix. Like, I think that there are a ton of people who come out and who who struggle. Like, there are people who have been through. I'm sure worse 
circumstances than Colton has had dealing with similar demons that have not harassed and stalked an innocent woman. And the fact that he's being given this redemption arc, I think is fucking disgusting. I think it's gross. He's an abuser and he doesn't deserve a platform, period. I don't care about his coming out story. The Netflix shit is shocking. I don't care. The Netflix... There's how many people come out every day, Shannon, that are more interesting than Colton. Why the fuck is he special other than the fact that he was on The Bachelor? He's the... That's why he's special. Like, honestly, it sucks, but, like, that's why he's special. There was never, there's never been a lead that has come out before. No matter what, this is a very big moment for the show. It just really fucking is trash that, again, I just, I don't believe in the people that are involved in all this bullshit that he had to be a dick to Cassie. He had to be fucking abusive and he had to stalk her when. He could have just fucking again own your shit. But he men, also had the men, option to deal again, with his getting privately. the redemption arc. He had no. There's no reason I that this no needs matter to be public what, information. There's no reason why people need to know this, especially okay, well, if he's like that's suffering. Also, I wrath. disagree. I think no one asked Colton him for that interview. Going to have to come out because of the documentary Col- because people well, found out about the documentary. G- that's what happened. No. Well, there were whispers. May was always doing the. There were whispers about the fact that Colton the was is, working with Gus and working with Netflix. And when people started to hear about it, people were pissed about it. So he had to go do the interview to say, like, I need to beat you guys to the punch because there were got that was the mm. the, the, the gossip rivals were like well, picking up on it. That's the whole thing. It's like that's how gotcha. the interview came to be well, in existence. I yeah, I make sense. I will say this. I think Colton's coming out story is something that is was was always no matter what happened was always going to be public he was oh he was going to come out like this on some kind of interview because he was the bachelor because of all of this stuff however i think that the netflix shit is stupid what the fuck no one wants that that's the part that i'm agreeing with you completely because the coming out stuff and anybody's coming out story is important in my opinion especially again a public figure and someone like this who was seen in such a heteronormative way and who like had this very dramatic season um and this is i'm only thinking about pre like his run on the bachelor and again i yeah the abusive shit though that's fucking horrible he should never have a netflix show he should just have come he could have just come like he could have just come out on his Instagram, like fucking first post back comes out gay. That's fine. But the fact that, yeah, coming out on TV like this to promote a Netflix special, that's not fucking okay. I hate that. Um, will I be possibly looking at the Netflix thing? It's possible because I am that person who can't not watch any of these things. I am complicit because I watched The Bachelor. So um but this man again you have to let me don't deserve he does not deserve I, I really, to have this netflix thing oh, as someone oh I who, like, just like I've when you were been, reading like ben higgins book <laughs> but it's just like i i you should also read tyler cameron's i refuse to do that too but like honesty hour like being completely real i'm someone who's been abused and harassed by multiple partners in a multitude of different ways i've really experienced the spectrum and i'm telling you right now the fury the fucking fury that i would rain down on the people responsible if they like glossed over the trauma you inflicted on me so that you can get this redemption arc that i was talking about and like for what 
Because really, like, no one cares about Colton. He disappeared after this, like, stalking thing. And no one really missed him. So you're correct in the fact that, like, yeah, sure, like, his sexuality is now up for public discussion. And that's what bothers me about it. It's like, I, I know this might seem a little harsh. Obviously, I'm incredibly happy for anyone who comes out and, like, finds peace within themselves. I think that everyone deserves that. I feel very strongly about the fact that if you're sitting there and you are struggling and you are having such a hard time, but then you jump at the chance to like essentially be praised by millions of people, then like I find it a little harder to to sympathize with you. I find it a little more difficult to relate to you because like that's kind of, that makes no sense to me. I don't follow that logic. That's fair. It's funny because you're a Leo and he's an Aquarius. And you're like, why the fuck would I do that and put myself in front of a million, tons of people to suffer ever versus Aquarius, who's like, I am the one single special sufferer and I that's, must be Maybe praised. that's what Literally, it is. like, people think that Leo... Yeah, it's totally... Like, no, I mean, I'm, I'm down I'm, to be uh, real. Here we go, pulling in all the astrology. Like, I'm down to be honest about yeah, my struggles. You, like, nothing's like, perfect. But, like, if I was... Yeah. My, the days and that I'm that's suicidal, what, I'm not podcasting else. about it. Because I'm in pain and I don't, I can't get out of bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Colton, it's, it's fascinating because Aquarius people are kind of like this. And that's another thing that, and not like Colton, and I'm not saying Aquarius people are like abusers. This is not, again, disclaimer. This is not an, an equation to that. That is an action he chose. But specific things he says about he's talking up like when I was watching his interview the way he talks about himself I was like oh my god that's the most Aquarius shit he was literally like I knew I was different I was the I was a different person I was different than everyone else ever since I was six years old I was different than all the boys on the football team I was different funny was because like, like this Aquarius wants to be the single one out but then at the, what you're about to say probably is that usually they're not not in like Aquariuses are always in some kind of click like they're always in that group but they weirdly feel like the odd one out of it even though no one is like even though okay it's different for Colton he was talking about you know you know like on football when you're in like fucking right, high school right. and football and they're all talking using gay as an insult and shit and he would be like yeah and so I'm, I obviously repressed yeah, yeah. that because that was and that's shit gotta be but, like really fucking but, hard but the fact that no doubt about it it's crazy to me though and this is, an, this is an also a moment where I'm ready to talk shit on the show and also ABC because ABC, GMA, chose to gloss over. If he was on some other news network and was, like, doing this, I bet you they probably would have tried a little harder mm. to try to talk to him about it. But ABC was like, oh, yeah, hmm, no, it's fine. No, 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 we don't need to We don't need to talk about the fact that you have a restraining order from your ring winner. And she uh, was literally – there's substantial evidence that you have admitted to it's just, it was I a mean, text message anyway. that got me Woo! crazy the second that I oh read yeah I, when i read that entire that document he wrote himself right the ones it he was wrote himself insane yeah, oh my god fucking... again fucking idiot he's such and that's, a... and that's okay but like that's a clear... <gasps> just come out of the closet demonstration literally that, like, this something's is like not right, just right? Come like, out. the fact that he could write those things to himself like he obviously yes. believed them when he wrote them and that's fucking tragic like i was angry i remember reading the document and i remember feeling really angry from like Cassie's perspective, like having been in that position. But I remember reading those text messages and like while I was angry reading everything prior, when I got there, my heart genuinely ached for him because you could like, that is very clearly a person in pain. That is clearly a person that is hurting really bad. And that that was apparent. And and I genuinely empathize with that. I was like, I I am the first person to tell everyone that I myself have a 
shit ton of demons and they are really fucking evil. So like, I really do get it. However, I've never felt, com- and, and maybe that's it. Maybe I'm projecting because like, I just, I truly don't understand. But like, we, I said it to in a text message, like people make choices. Like Colton made choices that had nothing yeah, to Colton, do that were unrelated. So what was, what I would think was fascinating about it all and not fascinating mm. and like, wow, I love it. But just like, wow. Um, was thinking about how gay men, um, even gay men who are out, um, especially gay white men, uh, but gay men, uh, they, I should really, okay. Gay white cis men, <laughs> really specific here. Um, they still very much benefit from patriarchy. So they still are so, so often some of the biggest perpetrators of like literally just sexism, full-blown misogynistic bullshit. Like because they're, and, and especially the closeted ones like Colton, like that's why some girls it's kind of the joke with girls well maybe like certain things about colton the virgin thing where he literally on air said was like yeah i didn't know how to like answer about being a virgin because like i just knew that it was because i was gay like i'm just like sitting there like dude because the internalized homophobia he had like so afraid of not only coming out because of church and family and sports but just his own shame against it was like so intense that it caused him to fucking feel like um, men, men who are like, okay, I feel so hurt. I must hurt someone else. And he did say, I will say my favorite line that he said on, in the interview was he goes, and he was like choking up, not tears because he's still an Aquarius, but he was getting there. And he goes, honestly, I really wish that I could have fixed myself before breaking someone else. And I was just like, damn, I mean, yeah, because that is, that was the, the that was the, all of it is he was like so fucked up from his own internalized homophobia that it ramped up his fucking misogyny. It was so complex. Again, the nuance. Ugh. But anyway, we don't have to keep talking about him because, um, and I have yes. too much fun shit to talk about with The Bachelorette. Yeah. But anyway, Colton, uh, please don't, just don't just fucking, take some like, fucking Netflix time. Why? Like, I think just it's already be, done. Just go live your life like out of the public eye for a minute. Try it on. He, I don't think he gets to I, do that. I think that Saturn return is keeping. And that's what's nuts is because like he like, could too, again. Like, the shame the people that. that are people are going to keep shitting on him though. Like again, back to this. So yeah, I think, he's going to be on he Netflix. But like. The, the 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 complaints and everything that's going to come out of this is going to be insane. Like he's going to be inundated with all of this too. So the public learning will still happen. He's got a couple just, of years until we've all got a couple his years. Query Saturn. And maybe this is what it is. I'm not even necessarily mad at Colton. I'm just like truly fucking confused because like I, I had another friend text me like, "What are your thoughts on Colton?" We talked about it for a bit, and it's and it literally is just like you you were it's fun being the bachelorette for a bachelor like, friend right because everybody like, texts you um, you were as we said like we're away you were out of the public eye and people really weren't thinking about you that much like no one was really like where's colton like on you know what i mean like no Listen, one really cared mo- and he I don't know where like you said could have just like put it on a fucking instagram story like he did with his announcement when he was allegedly stalking his ex-girlfriend like Put it on his fucking Instagram literally, story, come out, just and then fucking, stay yeah. away. Like literally, like I like I was saying, like try it on for size. 
like try on just like living like a normal person your newfound life like your newly realized sexuality like go enjoy it live your life off of the fucking screen for a month try it for a month bro like what literally what are you doing this is 100% why I believe it's 100% why I believe he's a Taurus rising because I think that he has Aquarius in the tent and I think his son is there I think his son his son sign and again Saturn if that's the case um is literally keeping him in public like he can't not he can't and I know I know you're saying that and like my mind is not computing it because I'm like but he could I know because you're the Leo but he really could it's so it is so funny no I know I know I know but he's not gonna so we'll just have to see what the fuck happens uh it's wild to me that he's getting Netflix versus just like a book because he already wrote a book like I'm surprised he's not just writing a book oh that's right I mean, maybe well, them do, well. do well i don't know i didn't hear any good things about it <sighs> who knows yeah whatever anyway let's pivot, pivot. let's um let's talk about yes, the bachelorette let's, let's <laughs> and the show the show the bachelorette good old flashback to 2003 when we have trish wait trista trish not trish trista trista and ryan trista's first season of the bachelorette premieres she was the runner-up from alex michelle and or actually she was either the runner-up or the top three can't fully remember but whatever um but she was one of the first uh or was obviously first bachelorette and still to this day is with her man bravo bravo that's a fucking because not many of them are for you you guys literally well it's funny it is more common as you know uh it's more common for bachelorette women to stay with their men versus bachelor hmm, men i wonder why that is women. gee i wonder if men have penises that they think with hmm. yeah so sean Lowe, good for you love sean and Catherine, even though they are for sure republicans uh, <laughs> I just like accept that the problematic people I follow, not the, like problematic and not that they do anything publicly problematic, but just knowing that they're those people. I'm just like, all right, I choose the, I pick and choose the few that I will follow. But anyway, uh, the Bachelorette premiered on January 8th, 2003. It was a Wednesday, randomly, not a Monday fun fact um right which is funny because wednesday uh so for everybody who knows their planetary days wednesday is a mercury day because every single day is ruled by a different planet and it's really apparent if you know spanish because like monday is lunas tuesday is martis and monday is loon moon day tuesday is mars day wednesday is mercury day thursday is jupiter day friday is venus day which is why fridays are the the most fun day um saturday is saturn day and then uh sunday is sunday so anyway wednesday mercury day and hello the bachelorette's chart is ruled by mercury uh and it is a virgo rising versus uh the bachelor bachelor's chart which is a scorpio rising so it's interesting that we have this earth rising uh instead of a water rising um and then the sun sign of the bachelorette's chart is the uh capricorn and then the moon is in aries so it's funny because 
the moon sign is usually rules. So in like a natal chart for a person, I would look at the moon sign being like, okay, what's the mother like or a parent of this person? Like usually our moon signs very often reflect something in our parents chart or generally like or something like in, very familial. Um, so it's funny because the bachelorette's chart is an Aries moon and the bachelor's chart is an Aries sun. Interesting. So the moon, so the literal parent of this show, this show could not have existed without the bachelor first. And the parent of it is an Aries. And so this bachelorette show gets the Aries moon. Mm -hmm. Fascinating, right? Um, I love family astrology. So it's kind of funny to like think about the bachelor franchise chart as like as like the, the different th yeah, shows yeah. as like family oh, right. charts together um so actually i should pull up while i'm looking just looking at it i should just pull up the bachelor's chart to have reference in my brain but anyway so uh capricorn sun aries moon virgo rising a completely different vibe than the aries sun leo moon scorpio rising of the bachelor uh which is interesting because i think that the bachelorette there's drama right but the drama is different that is true than the bachelor's drama right the bachelor drama is like whoo i mean shit queen victoria fucking Crystal Neal. like all these different Aww. right oh it's been so long um whereas the drama on the bachelorette is most often uh in my opinion more related to like communicate miscommunications especially because men don't know how to communicate typically in relationships not a lot of them and not a lot of the ones that stay yeah. on the show right um so um and it's even better because so virgo Merc virgo rising means that the chart ruler is mercury and bachelorette's mercury is capricorn mercury retrograde <laughs> is chart ruler is mercury retrograde literally constant miscommunications <laughs> oh also kind of funny how uh the chart ruler being mercury retrograde and the bachelorette is one of the shows that was the first one to get fucked by covid right and the, the literal logistics because mercury is like logistic literally got i mean shit like laquita season was, was shit compared to you know matt's like it was not not even a little bit fucking oh it you was were that like hometown date with the cardboard small, taxi? small potatoes wow or the the tiny little uh like fucking what was it cornhole uh, oh, yeah. designed as like, like a carnival where piper piper gets the big ass fucking spectacle god it's almost as if the leo moon uh totally runs wild on the bachelor they get the, all the big grand things where the bachelorette is more practical capricorn we don't want sun, these emotional women to get too excited <laughs> exactly can't 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 handle it um so uh that is kind of what is i think the funniest part to me also they have Saturn retrograde in Gemini, um, which, and again, because this still premiered during, uh, I thought it was interesting that the, both The Bachelor and Bachelorette premiered during, actually, oh, so The Bachelor has 
the Bachelor show chart has Gemini Saturn also, but it is direct, whereas the Bachelorettes is retrograde. And it's interesting to me that not only so Saturn retrograde, Jupiter retrograde, and Mercury retrograde, all in the Bachelorettes chart. And to me, that definitely seems like, oh, we're giving a second chance to that girl who got dumped. Literally, <laughs> a retrograde is, oh, we have I mean, another cast member you already know, and we're going to put her here. And it's continual. And literally, the Bachelorette created the idea that this is what happens. And the Bachelor didn't even become, because now the Bachelor also is recycled, but the Bachelor wasn't recycled for quite a while, whereas the Bachelorette always time. was. The Bachelorette was always a runner-up from like a season prior. Eligible bachelors. Random. El literal eligible, ba Random eligible bachelors. Eligible bachelors. There was the one season. It's been Andrew so funny, actually. fucking um, Firestone. They had remember the, like, the, the heir to Firestone. Right? Like a fucking tire right. company. Like, they, he was the bachelor. Honestly. And now we've got I fucking pilot We need to be having... Right? Wimpy-ass pilot feet. I've been saying this from the jump. I need them. I, I started saying this, and it was... Maybe this is some internalized misogyny that I have to work through. But I started saying this when they started mm. casting the more influencer-y type women. That I was like, we need to start casting more just like legitimate, eligible, like bachelor and bachelorettes. I don't consider you an eligible bachelorette if you're straight out of college. Point blank, period. Like no nope. other fact. It doesn't matter. Nope. Agreed. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the original the men, was though. people were in their 30s and late, much later 20s. Established. Successful. Vibe. Yeah. Legitimate also, careers. Again, what? Employed? Social media didn't matter because it didn't exist. Well, yeah, like it. it wasn't a, it wasn't even a thing yet. And so, without the, without Instagram, <sighs> it is completely able to compl take on a different vibe. So, anyway, yeah. fun, funny that we have all of these retrograde placements <laughs> for our replace of the, the lead just gets to be someone who got dumped before, but we get new guys for the Bachelor. Ugh. Um, so also, all right, so I'm going to just run through other placements. Yeah. So I said Mercury retrograding Capricorn, um, Sagittarius Venus in the fourth house, uh, Mars in Scorpio in the third house. So even some similar themes from the bachelor, like we're still getting all the same placements. Cause again, Jupiter is in Leo. So the Leo moon, like this similar other planets are here. They're just not in the big three they're not in that forefront um and then again retrograde jupiter leo in the 12th house which is oof, yeah secret hmm. i think a lot of things have gone on in secret in the bachelor or in the bachelorette like like there's been more sex had randomly on the bachelorette you know I actually shit i should have looked up that chart well we don't know I looked up the chart when nick vial I looked up the chart, Nick Vial. I know, but the air date is good enough, especially since it's a show. So it's really only – its chart is really only working when it's public That's to fair. us. So if we don't see That's it, it's still happening. Yeah. And sure, there was a, probably a real – I could probably guess. I bet you by now someone's got a timeline of when Nick Vial <laughs> and Kaylin Brusso actually I'm, had sex. Oh, for but sure. But whatever. Um, so – Another, the North Node, which, okay, so the difference here is, again, same North Node and same South Node with uh, North Node in Gemini and South Node in Sagittarius. However, the North Node in um, the Bachelorette's chart is on the Midheaven. So 
it's interesting because I think that The Bachelorette has moments like Rachel Lindsay, like that, some of the more jarring things, but not, I don't know, almost like The Bachelorette is where shit gets almost like more real. Again, more women stay, more women stay with their men. Cultural resets within the franchise, I feel like. Yes, right, right. Yeah, and then we have Tasha and Claire and all of these different like all the changes happen during the Bachelorette seasons. Yep, and then it picks up and solidifies. When you think about the fact that we even had our first Black Bachelorette before we had our first Black Bachelor. So, like, all mm-hmm. of the, really all exactly. of the shifts happen within The Bachelorette. Yep. Interesting. Okay. And and we had the old, oldest Bachelorette also uh, was. Yeah. But, well, well, actually, somebody was older. I think there was somebody in the 40s, a bachelor, an early bachelor in the 40s. Maybe? I do not recall. Or maybe they were always mid-30s. I, I thought they were, like, mid to early 30s. But I don't know. I really don't yeah, know. Yeah, that makes sense. But, uh, okay. And so, Saturn, Retrograde, Gemini... Okay, and Uranus and Neptune are in Aquarius, and then Pluto is in Sagittarius because all those are the same in uh, the Bachelor's chart, too. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, but so, okay, another thing, too. Uh, Chiron is, I talked briefly about how the Bachelor has a Capricorn Chiron, uh, and so does the Bachelorette. Uh, but what's interesting, so Bachelor, I briefly talked about the Bachelor Chiron being like very much about how. They have to kind of heal these wounds caused by structures that they have stuck under, aka like heteronormativity, uh, whiteness, like those yeah. kinds of things. The Bachelorette's chart has a Capricorn Sun and Red and Mercury and Mercury, and the Sun is very close to Chiron. Like Chiron is much closer to actual planets in the Bachelorette's chart, whereas in the Bachelor's chart, it's kind of chilling on its own. Um, but with it being the Chiron being on the sun, really close to the sun in this chart, it almost is making me think of how like some of the more real discussions happen on the bachelorette. Like people kind of show themselves, these men, like th- I'm thinking about Zach and uh, I, I, uh, uh, why, why am I wanting to call him Isaac? Ivan, Jesus. Oh, I was like, I don't even know who you're talking wow. about for a second. What? No, I was literally like, fuck. I, I, yeah, because uh, Ivan, when he talked about his um, brother and the police yes. brutality and just everybody, like these men, like men and, and also the Bachelorette, like sh- we see the Bachelorette usually kind of goes through m- more emotional turmoil. I mean, they, they, they ruin the Bachelor, but the Bachelorette just, it, it's interesting how the wounds seem more present. Um, also it's in the fifth house along with the sun and Mercury retrograde and the fifth house rules dating. So of course we have all that, uh, fifth house also rules children. So I think it's funny that, um, well, Catherine and actually all of the kids other than Catherine and Sean's are from BIP couples, Jaden Tanner, Kath, uh, uh, Evan and Carly, um, oh, oh, or bachelor couples now, Ari and Lauren, and yeah, and Crystal, she has a baby but not now, from, but she wasn't with yeah. a couple. Anyway, yeah, but all right. Anyway, so yeah, Moon and Eighth, Ari. So Bachelorette's chart is pretty interesting. Lots of uh, like I think the fa- the most fascinating thing to me is the Mercury retrograde chart ruler, which 
again, shows the differences between a very Mars drama fight chaos show that is The Bachelor versus Mercury, which is more thought out, but also miscommunication central because men don't know how to communicate (laughs) themselves. And things like COVID just really hit it harder. Um, And, oh, love how, love how there's Saturn Pluto. Is there Saturn Pluto? What does that mean? Yeah, but it's closer. So Saturn and Pluto um, are very intense planets. Saturn and Pluto were in the same sign, uh, both in Capricorn in the beginning of 2020. So it kind of set off everything that happened in 2020. I could do an entire episode. I could do, I could do an entire episode about the astrology of 2020. I made a PowerPoint. Um, <laughs> but um, Saturn in this chart is opposite Pluto. And for me, that is very much like, so this was also Saturn, not Pluto was like 9-11. I mean, this was 2003. So this, this in- very intense, um, intense energy, but both of both the bachelor and the bachelorette have it in their chart. So it makes sense that all of the drama and all of the changes, all of the lessons they have to learn are massive. Like me too, black being, black people being able to find love uh queer people being on the show like all these things they are huge issues to overcome it's not just little itty bitty things that they deal with on the bachelor and the bachelorette Whew. but all right i can't ramble a lot because i have a lot of tra- a lot of another mm-hmm. charts to talk about so the first chart i want to talk about is um <laughs> this is a really random one that i did that i pulled uh because i was curious but remember when um, on the after the final rose, I didn't even watch this season, but I did watch the uh, YouTube clip before this. Oh. Um, but Nick Vial, Nick Vial in uh, Andy Dorfman's season of uh, The Bachelorette, I have not and seen Nick, it. Nick was so this is his first appearance ever in the franchise, uh, and he is the her runner up. She picks Josh Murray instead, but then he comes on the after the final rose. And it is almost one of the earliest times that people, that they discuss sex openly. And he immediately, that was when Nick Bial is crying and asks Andy, he goes, I don't know why if you, you know, didn't love me, why you would make love to me. <laughs> it's so corny and embarrassing. He's such a Libra. No, but honestly, I view that um, as like a really manipulative power play. Because he made her, yeah, that's, that he was is a, literally like when you, we talk about like misogyny and like the patriarchy and all that stuff. That was his way of being like, <gasps> "Yep, I'm he the is I'm the damsel." So mistress. annoying. <gasps> How could you, Andy? Yep. I loved you for real. And brilliant. And exactly, and it made it, and it made him seem more sympathetic. Hence, why he was able to roll through onto the Bachelor, uh, the the second next season of Caitlyn. But you know, it wouldn't have been the same if he was um, like, "Then why'd you fuck me?" <laughs> yep yep uh and so on that day on that day sun and mercury were in cancer of course he's crying his little baby boy eyes out um venus was separating so not super close to but venus was in gemini leaving saturn so interesting that the woman in this scenario aka venus is like being kind of confronted uh and then that was in the 10th house too so very much public uh, putting that public romance on display. Actually, wild to think about how this this means that during the entire transit 
of Je- of Venus and Gemini was her season. I wonder if she's a Gemini or something. Um, but she that means that it was transiting over the midheaven Venus, a female ruler a char- or a female person looking for love publicly in the 10th house on the midheaven. But anyway, so it's past Saturn. So she's now having to deal with like the fallout kind of last bits. Um, but Mars was right on the North Node in Libra at the time. And Nick is a Libra. And it was in the second house of values. And so it's funny that he's talking about like this, like, well, why would you do this to me? This value of mine, this sex love thing. Yeah, his like really whatever. fun moral but high horse. The other thing though. Yeah. Which oh, is yeah, hilarious when you think about like, and who, who is Nick <laughs> Nick, what more launching his own podcast network? Yeah, yeah. But so the other thing that is going to end up being a theme, which is what, which is wild. Again, the theme to this is Pluto was in Capricorn at this time, and it was right on the show's Chiron, like within no, exactly, exactly eleven degrees, and. so that being said, very much like this is a, one of these dramatic open moments, right? A very vulnerable, upsetting, open discussion. Uh, and again, fifth house about some sex. So also this was the, the, the announcement. This day also was the announcement of Bachelor in Paradise, like the first season. So kind of funny. I wonder. Actually, I wondered when that started. Again, actually, pull the chart for Bachelor in Paradise. It was yeah. After this, well, they're I like, guess. well, now that we're talking about sex, you might as well so. have a little fun with it. Yep. Here we go. Yeah, literally, we might as well all let everybody fuck. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I'll inevitably we'll have the Me Too moment on the show with Corinne and Demario. Whoo! All right. Anyway, next up, I have. The chart for Rachel's. And we should uh, do one of these for Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like about the Bachelor in Paradise show's chart. And we have to talk about the woman who had, um, who left with the crew member. Oh, yeah. Honestly, the Bachelor, I bet you there's some weird, I wonder what's going on with it because, yeah, there's some chaos from. Like, but that was like pure whole, chaos that was like, whole thing was that, like she ended up like falling in love with somebody or like falling for like a cameraman or like a producer or something i can't remember which and then she left bachelor in paradise because she was in a relationship with a producer oh, probably not together. i highly doubt it yeah definitely not um anyway yeah sorry anyway <laughs> yes we should do one so. for the Bachelor in Paradise. That'd be a really good thing. We'd to love talk that. About that moment. Um, I'm curious about now that we're yeah. talking about chaos. Oh yeah, because there's a lot of and there's a lot of moments, right? I mean, we talked about them. I talked about like Demi, but I, honestly, I was thinking about it how I did talk about a lot of Bachelor in Paradise moments on the Bachelor's chart episode. Yeah. As I was pulling things from there, I was like, wait, I talked about Demi on there. So, but yeah, whatever. Becca showing up. For the Bachelor is interesting in because it is way. more of the, f- and it's also the. Yeah. Pissing oh Tia. Oh my god. Yeah. Tia. Tia. <gasps> and no, it was, I don't think it's relevant. But the moment where Tia tells Becca I that Colton her. was her ex and then Becca let Colton go subsequently. Oh, that was on. That was yeah. on The Bachelorette. I could have pulled a chart for that. I, I forgot totally about that forgot about that. Entirely. Until we just now. 
Wow. Well, all right. Back anyway. to Rachel. Um, so Rachel's announcement was on February 13th, 2017. And it was wild because with this chart, so Sun was on Uranus in Aquarius. So Sun was Sun in Aquarius, a revolutionary change, aka Aquarius themes, on Uranus, which is again another change of unexpected change right so here we go with rachel mercury was right on neptune mercury was in uh aquarius also but it was literally like almost exactly on neptune is what at eight degrees yeah okay one degree away from the neptune which to me that is very much why rachel the mess like rachel ended up being this prop like this person to have to talk about all the race stuff all of this uh, uh, she was the diversity person and it's i definitely think it's because of that mercury neptune um pluto again in capricorn was exactly on the show's sun in capricorn which is literally a transformative so pluto rules huge transformations it only moves it moves very slowly but it's interesting all of the uh interactions it makes with the bachelorette's chart over time because now pluto is still in capricorn uh but it's gonna we're almost finally out of it into pluto aquarius like two more years um <laughs> which sounds like forever but it's been in capricorn since 2008 <laughs> i was gonna say in the, in the um, scheme of like the universe anyway. it's a blip yeah really though so uh anyway pluto on this on shows sun what it again huge transformation based on the identity of the show because the sun is the identity sun rules the identity and it is what we see so it's fast again the lead of the show changes up and pluto so this is something that is i i, I remember reading um and on twitter so uh by an astrologer named sam reynolds and he is a black man and he has a talk about how he believes pluto the planet is actually very much related to black people and black people's experience i'm a white person so i don't have a bunch on it but when i remember i remember when i was reading it i was like wow interesting and i remember scrolling through comments and people were like oh my god yeah i have this pluto thing this pluto thing because Pluto is like a planet of generational trauma. And if there is anybody, especially in America, who has like some of the most intense generational trauma, it is black people. So that was kind of his argument with Pluto. So it's fascinating to me that Pluto on the sun of the show was giving us our first black lead ever. Um, and yeah. she was a good one. I love her. <laughs> uh, anyway, and then Saturn was in Sagittarius, uh, also kind of near the show's Pluto separating from it so uh saturn oh saturn was in sagittarius opposite saturn in uh oh wow wait where's saturn hang on saturn oh my god yeah uh, exactly opposite the show saturn so kind of a um like a responsibility reckoning and having to take responsibility for something and i think because again retrograde saturn in gemini for the show it's interesting that it's like uh they were doing it. it should have happened so much sooner but they were like okay we'll, we'll finally do it in 2017 <laughs> jesus which i can't believe that's like not uh, long ago. no it is not 
<sighs> yeah. Uh, also, the moon uh, was in Virgo on the day of her announcement, and that's in the first house of the show's chart, and the North Node was also in Virgo. So, again, big changes. Uh, true vulnerability moment. Love to see it. All right. Uh, next I have... Oh, God. Actually, now I'm going to play the game. Guessing game. What was it? July 15th, 2019. I think this was... Oh, this was... <laughs> Hannah B and Luke P. Hannah B saying to Luke, I had sex in a windmill and Jesus still loves me. Oh, I mean... It was like, I kind of just was doing random Googling. I was like, yeah, iconic bachelorette moments. And that was on there. I was like, oh, of course, I should definitely look at this. Um, love how Sun, North Node, and Venus were all in Cancer. Uh, and But it was opposite Capricorn and Pluto. And Cancer and Capricorn are very much these structures, especially Capricorn. And so that, that and Mars. <laughs> oh, my God. Mars was in Leo and so was Mercury, but Mercury was retrograde. <laughs> oh my God. So it's so funny to me because again, Mercury retrograde and she is just like, letting I it loose. She's going off. She doesn't care. Also, also, wow, I really should have run the fucking, I should have run the Jed shit. Oh my God. There's far I'm too much Jed shit. Whatever. Like. Doesn't matter because Mercury retrograde, Mercury retrograde though, shows me that it was definitely fucking retrograde, I bet, <laughs> when the show ended. Hence why her and Jed are donezo. Like, I can't, that's, act. wow, I wonder if some of the breakups, this is another day in another rabbit hole, but I wonder if some of the breakups for the show align with Mercury retrograde because of Mercury retrograde Maybe. and the char ruler. Maybe so. Wow. But anyway, what I love about this, Mars Mars and Mercury and Leo, and she is just letting it out. I had sex. Mars literally rules sex. She's just straight up yelling it. She does not care. Plus, it's transiting the show's 12th house. And typically, you don't, we don't get to like directly hear, especially on the show. Like it's one thing to hear on After the Final Rose that there was sex happening in the yeah, fantasy suites yeah. with all the people or whatever. But on the actual show before final episode, it's very rarely well, talked so about. Unless it was like about a big thing. Seeing it and again, like you assume that it must be talked about. It, it must, it must come up. It must come up. Yep. We obviously don't I, see it. Yes. Like I feel like it. Right. And so uh, Luke, this dumbass boy is trying to shame her. Oh, and also Luke is an Aries and Chiron is an Aries at the time. I don't oh, know if Chiron was close to his sun. <laughs> and Neptune is on his I bet Neptune's on his moon too. That's fucking messy. Um, but I also love too the show the moon at the time was in Capricorn and uh in the fifth house. And so we're having this like emotional she's getting emotional, but in a very firm, direct fuck you way she was not emotional crying about yeah, this like, happening no she was telling tears, this man off like she was she angry. was like fuck wait which makes me oh the moon was in capricorn and the sun was in cancer the moon was going to be full like in probably a day the moon's in zero degree capricorn so still uh still some time but it doesn't matter doesn't matter love to see it um 
<laughs> love that. Love Hannah B yelling that. I love that. I also so, so Pluto, <laughs> Pluto and Capricorn was on the show's Mercury again, transformational moment. But she is fucking screaming about it. And then Saturn was on the Sun of the show, and these structures like virginity and sex before marriage and religion in that context was all being kind of like toppled like it was she was like yeah it's fine like i can still like, do this and still be a christian exactly god and jupiter was in sagittarius too look at all that fire this is good ass fire chart like i love i love it and jupiter too on sagittarius venus and not exactly on it but it's in there <laughs> oh god yeah she was just love letting it all it. out and Hannah herself is a Libra. She's a Libra with a Virgo moon. So moon in the first house of the show. So she was, and she was very emotional on the show and like very present with her emotions. Love to see it. So my next chart, this is where it gets kind of like fun because mm. it's much more recent Love in it. memory. So this is the day that Claire was announced as the Bachelorette. So the reason I pulled this chart is because Claire inevitably had to go back into like, like they, they had to stop filming. Um, so it was announced. So, cause this is right. So COVID was okay. like mid March. Right. Um, but before she was announced on March 2nd, 2020. So this announcement again goes awry because she doesn't get to do the bachelorette as the time and she has to go back and they have to stop filming, which I have a chart for that too. Um, but this chart has a Mercury retrograde in Pisces, which, hmm, who was a friend of Pisces? <laughs> well, actually fun. So Claire, Claire, someone finally asked Claire on her stories, if she uh what what her birth chart is and her birth time and then she said that she lost her birth certificate and doesn't know and i wanted to jump through my phone and strangle her Ooh, i was so mad i was so upset so bothered so i will I never know it's totally possible i will never know true. i don't it believe it either i think she was sense, just being for whatever reason i don't believe it she did say she did say though in the in in the video she was like so many astrology people have been asking me and I'm like yeah it's me and bachelor horoscopes literally us two hounding your DMs. Um so anyway, she is un unsure if she's a Pisces or an Aries. But either way, she has a Pisces Venus. So Pisces, the 7th house of the sh uh, bachelorette's chart was in uh was in Pisces. So the Pisces, Pisces Sun, Neptune, and Pisces Mercury retrograde were happening. So, of course, her announcement being during Mercury retrograde literally went wrong. Like, never – this is your lesson for everybody. Never announce anything during Mercury retrograde if you can avoid it. Like, announcements that you want to stick. It's one thing if you're just, like, saying something somewhere. like that. But, but, but like, if you're trying to put something out on social media or announce a big thing or a big project – don't do it during Mercury retrograde. It's gonna not. It's something's gonna go wrong. Um, yeah. So that one is the big one. The moon was on. Moon was in Gemini on the midheaven, which makes me just think that's just like announcement. Like yeah. The one, our new lead. 
Um, but Chiron, transiting Chiron and Aries was exactly on uh, the sun or the the Aries moon of the show. And uh, um, Mars was on the show's Chiron. So there's double Chiron action happening. And Jupiter was on the sun. Pluto and Saturn were on the show's Mercury retrograde. Yeah, this was literally never going to work. <laughs> like, she was, uh, this was, this chart was doomed from the start. And it makes sense because then, again, the announcement of her being, uh, her, of the show cutting filming, uh, Mercury was on Uranus in Aquarius, but it was direct again. So the solidified decision happened. So Mercury retrograde during her announcement, but then the announcement of the show cutting to, um, or cutting, cutting filming and stopping Mercury was direct. So it's fascinating because again, that was what stuck. We had to be in, uh, we had to, we had to cut the show. So, then it makes me think about, too, I bet Mercury was back in Pisces and probably wasn't too far from her Venus when she was fucking looking at <laughs> Dale and all of the Instagram. And she was literally Mercury. She is on social oh media God. fantasizing Pisces Mercury about these people that she's going to meet in however oh, many months whenever they let her. Like that is so funny. <laughs> that's hilarious to me. Um, also, Uranus at this time, Taurus, uh, Venus was in Taurus on top of Uranus, and so of course we're getting a shakeup with the way this is going. And Mars was on the show Sun Sign, and it was a big like cut moment. Literally, like Mars cut it off. It cut the filming off. We were done. A hard stop. So oof, and then. So I have two charts okay. for Tasha's announcement because there was the E News article, and then there was the show finally oh, yeah. announcing her. So the article in E, the kind of spoiler, quote unquote, came out on August third, twenty twenty, and Venus was right on top of Saturn. The show's Saturn. Uh, Venus and Gemini, also North Nova's in Gemini, and this like kind of like Venus again back to women. Um, Tasha is like <laughs> the replacement, <laughs> uh, right on top of the show Saturn. Like, oopsie, you thought. Uh, Sun also in the twelfth house. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! Wait, and then because by the time, yeah, because by the time the announcement happened, the sun is totally gone. So. It was a spoiler because Sun was in the twelfth house, and the twelfth house rules hidden okay. things, secret things, and so Sun being in Leo, uh, in the twelfth house of the show, transiting twelfth house, is very much like this announcement isn't official; it's a secret. We are spoiling it. We are bringing out a secret into light because Sun. The sun, if you think about it, any house it's transiting at the time is shining a big spotlight, the sunlight, onto the themes of that house. So this is the only planet in Leo at this time. And so it's interesting that it's the only thing with the spotlight, like, oh, yeah, interesting. this is actually okay. what's happening behind the scenes. Um, and Mercury was in, yeah, and Mercury was in Cancer. 
Uh, and I'm pretty convinced. I can see it. Um, she's got the boobies. Yeah, right. Uh, so an emotional, so emotional. And if she's a Cancer rising, then her man Zach, his sun sign, would be would fall in his uh, in her seventh house, which uh, beautiful sensory. Um, anyway, so also on the day of Tasha's spoiled announcement, like most uh, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto were all retrograde, and Neptune and Chiron. So all the outer planets, the big planets, were retrograde. So it's like all this stuff that's going on behind the scenes, we're backing it up. But then by the time that it's actually announced, all that stuff was direct. So it's like the retrograde stuff is happening where it's kind of like, hmm, shifty, shifty. We're not sure. But then again, when it's direct, it's like, oh, here we are. Just like with uh, Claire's announcement. Her first announcement had Mercury retrograde, but the second announcement of the show cutting off filming was Mercury direct. It's like, when planets are retrograde, it's not that things never stick. It's just that, like, it's so common, especially when there's a fuckload yeah. of planets in retrograde. But those things usually are moving parts more. And then the the direct, when they go direct, is when themes of that kind of feel solid again. Where you're like, oh, I was going through this weird thing for a couple months. It wasn't, like, bad. Like, sometimes, I mean, sometimes it can be bad. But it's like... You know, I was just this, this one thing was kind of bothering me for three months or something was kind of happening a lot, but now it's over. Oh, Jupiter was retrograde for three months. You know, you can kind of like note how these things, these retrograde planets and not just Mercury retrograde, obviously that, but like, but okay. But in that example, Mercury retrograde, you know, something happens, you have a conversation during Mercury retrograde, but by the time it's direct, you know, you maybe refresh on that conversation yeah. and it's completely changes or something. So Anyway, all of the stuff during her spoiled <laughs> announcement being retrograde versus direct in her actual announcement is no surprise. Because it's funny. I was shocked seeing how far apart this was. The first announcement, her spoiled yeah. announcement was August 3rd. And her actual show announcement was I November 6th. People going crazy being like, is this a rumor? <laughs> is this what's happening? Because they tried to keep it. Like, I remember the rumors of... Even clues. Yep. Like, we love talking about Game of Roses. Plug that podcast really quick. Game of Roses, it's great. Mm -hmm. But, like, clues was like, I think there's going to be a wedding. Like, we know that something is happening. Like, even before we knew it was Tasha, we knew that something had gotten fucked up within the season. And then, yeah. It's so interesting. Yep. So interesting. Yeah. So, I love... uh... I love it. I love I love all these patterns because again, Pluto is just hovering around all of the Bachelorette shows. I'm so curious because he's like usually like time. pretty reputable so when it's... it comes to report. Like they don't usually report rumors. I feel like, but maybe I'm mistaken. That's why I think I feel like that was something done on purpose. I don't know, God, because it's like it feels like it was like Venus. I'm trying to think. Well, okay. Mercury was transiting the 11th house of the show during the E! News spoiler. And the 11th house of the show, I would kind of point to being like the press. Because so if we're looking at the 10th house being, you know, the network and like what's presenting us the show, the 11th house is the fans, but also anybody, any of the people, the community, Bachelor Nation, like 
the all of the reporters, all of the pop yeah. people, and anyone who, us, literally us, we fall in the uh in that eleventh house. So it's interesting that Mercury, which is also a planet of like journalism, writing, reporting, was in the eleventh. So I feel like again, it it was it was good. It was and also it was correct information. But it's just one. It makes me wonder like who was the one to like drop it. I mean, I know Lauren Zima. Venus was on Saturn, so maybe Saturn Gemini Chris Harrison but informed his girlfriend. Um, she's and she eat. just was like, yeah, I'm going to do for it. For entertainment tonight. Oh. Not the same. Yeah, me too. Oh, I always forget that me they're too. different. Wait. But I, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if it was something like that. Hmm. Like, it might have been one of those weird, so, like, placed. Yeah. Like how some people call paparazzi on them. Someone said like something. Type of shit. Same principle. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Like a press sh- release that they released to them, yeah. but they were like, report this as a rumor. Yeah. So Whatever. dramatic. dramatic. <laughs> Again, sun- hey, Sun and Twelve, maybe the actual identity, the show was like, hey, we are doing this, but be sus about it. Because, yeah, her, her actual announcement from the show, the moon was in cancer this time. Uh, funny. And the... Uh, Sun, uh, wait, where's the sun? Sun was in Scorpio, which the literal announcement was the rumors are true. Fucking Scorpio sun. Jesus Christ. And um, Mercury and Venus were in Libra. <laughs> and Libra, Libra's all about balance. And so it's funny. Taisha was there to balance out the rest of the season because Claire was leaving ridiculous um and again jupiter pluto and saturn all still in capricorn that's going to be the the case literally for the rest of this time because this is when 2020 was happening and it was a shit show um but also that's why tasha's relationships and those conversations like zach and ivan and all that were very fucking hardcore it was a heavy disorder very very oh my yeah, that's definitely because of 2020, because of Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, and Capricorn. It was going to, no matter what, be so heavy. It was even like mad, heavy. though. Like, um, it was, we saw it in 2020 when also, it was filmed in 2020. Like, yeah. Took, like, all that shit took place in 2020. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Um, also, man, more evidence in my brain that K- Tasha is a Cancer rising because Moon was in Cancer at the time and a couple of announcements prior have had moon in the first house on these things. So it's like, I wonder if that moon was in her first house when she was announced wild, but also her announcement came during Mars retrograde, which uh, was not her first announcement. Wasn't so the spoiler of Mars was not retrograde, but the announcement of her via the show Mars was retrograde. So it's kind of like, Oh yeah, that rumor you heard about three from five months ago, you know, like that's actually, yeah, that, that, that is true that she's here uh yeah and also mars retrograde that's why that season was so physically violent same for same for uh um actually no november this is when wow this is giving me so much better context because this is when matt's season was filming was in the fall and so mars retrograde was also that's also why that season was so violent and all of those, all of those Aries women just were so ready to fucking go. Oh, so many Aries women. All right. And the last 
chart that I pulled is the announcement of the double Bachelorette back-to-back seasons because that's never happened before. Uh, There have never been two seasons of The Bachelorette back-to-back. But anyway, double Bachelorette back-to-back and LOL Mars during this announcement. Mars was in Gemini on the midheaven of the show. And what is Gemini rule but not... Twins. I, I believe in astrology enough based on the conversations that we've had, right? Like, obviously, that's that's our whole our vibe here is that you are an astrologer and I'm someone who is like dabbling. I'm like an astrology version. You're of gonna like be an agnostic, so like right? smart. Like I'm, I'm like an agnostic astrology fan, whatever mm. that may be. But I feel like when you explain, do you know what I'm saying? Though, like, I like get it. <laughs> Wait, you, you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I, just got like, I, I believe in it, but I don't know as much as you Okay, do. yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, you how about this? Speak, how about Shannon, this? You're like, like a... I like a little bit. You're ma- I'm a believer a little bit more. I'm like, mu- I'm mudding my words a lot, but like I, I'm, it makes too much sense. Exactly. Especially exactly. when you come up to trends like this. Yeah, like looking... I believe weird, in coincidences, like, you know, I've looked at what that fucking much. A chart. Eight charts in a row, and it's like every single thing is like, oh, there it is, there it is, there it is, and this is just transits. Like, this is what I love doing. This is because this is not a person. Yeah. This is just an entity. This is a show. Like, this is a chart. Well, it's not like when you for point out patterns, it's a like human that being. can't be. And so they don't have an astrologer on staff that's sitting there and like making these patterns. Like, they don't have someone sitting there doing this on right. purpose. So the fact that it just happens and that, to be this way adds a little bit of validity to astrology as a whole in regards to this for sure yep and especially because too again it's about an entity and not a person obviously it's very easy as a person to kind of look at things that might be about your chart and be like well that's not me i know myself and that's not me or things like that but this is just a this isn't it's not sentient this does not have a like the show sure the show has a personality and a voice right and so it's just it's consistently hitting these patterns, but also all these patterns hit our own natal charts too. Ayo. Um, but yeah, so wild times out here. And so this last chart I have, yeah, the double, uh, also Saturn. <laughs> wow. Saturn was exactly on the show's Neptune one. Yeah, exact nine degrees. Um, oh my God. Almost to the minute too. Uh, but that I feel like is very much, wow. This is, we got, Saturn and Aquarius, we're getting this change. We're going to have another black bachelorette. We're having these two black women. I mean, not two black women, two bachelorette uh, back to back. But it's almost at like no one was like still people are still not happy with it. Like people aren't happy that Katie is really the bachelorette. Like why didn't Michelle just get to do it? But also it's like, well, because Michelle didn't want to do it. Like she wanted to do it, but she didn't want to do it. I seriously in the spring. respect that so, so much. Sure, it really we makes can, me love her I so wanna, much more that she's like, I no, sorry, I know, I right? Have, like, I, life outside of this, and like you are not going to take over my life. Sorry. Yep, my four TRR is real. Oh my god! Also, hmm. wait, wow the <laughs> the the show. Okay, wait. So the announcement for the double Bachelorette seasons has Mercury in Aquarius at 28 degrees. And guess what else had Mercury Aquarius at 
28 degrees uh, was the announcement of Claire of the of the cut season. So uh, was the the cutoff. Mercury was in Aquarius exactly at 28 degrees. So the same Mercury is back to the same placement, and we're we're still in COVID. Actually, kind of weird to think about it. We're still in yeah. COVID. They both will still have isolated seasons, but they are. It's a different vibe of like, oh, but now there's two of them. Um, and Saturn's in Aquarius. Jupiter's in, <laughs> Jupiter in Aquarius. Jupiter's like more than merrier. Fuck it. Let's just do two. Let's just have two bachelorettes. Who cares? There really are no rules anymore. Huh? <laughs> oh, my God. And then, yeah, Sun, Venus, Neptune, and Pisces. There are no rules. Fuck it. Also, I think they, too, realized – I genuinely think that they realized um, – ABC realized they could air in the fall, that they could figure out how to put it on TV. Because for a long time, it was like, oh, well, football – what the fuck is happening outside? But, yeah. Football is happening and uh, Dancing with the Stars, but they finally realized uh, they were like, oh, fuck it, we can just do Tuesdays. Let's just talk about that sometime. So, anyway, whatever. Well, that are all my charts. Um, Oh, wait, fun fact uh, Lunar Return for uh, the Double Bachelorette Seasons announcement. Aries Moon. So, anyway, wow, a lot of charts. I will send them to you. They will be visible on our YouTube. Well, anyway, quite an episode. Bachelorette <laughs> is the chart that gets all of the shit, but then makes it to where the bachelor gets to look pretty, which of course, Leah Moon. So, but um, anyway, I don't we even know what do. we're going to talk about next week. We'll do another non-astrology episode next week. <laughs> do the roses align? Yeah. <laughs> See the you roses next line week. On Instagram and astrology chef and Jessica Dula. Love y'all. <laughs>